Hey guys, welcome to the Youth Fitness Podcast. Topics on youth fitness with a focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin Family, the developers of the Brand X Method, and the Athlete Coach Network. Youth need great coaches now more than ever. Brand X has dedicated themselves to doing what is best for kids for over two decades and now offers mentoring, education, programming, and resources in one smart package to empower coaches to efficiently deliver world-class youth programs. Check out their plug and play options and join the Brand X family today. You plus Brand X equals youth program success. We're here for another Youth Fitness Podcast, and today we're going to have a U18 and under 18 minutes tips for raising active children. Just kind of a general overview on things we've learned, things we've seen that really work and help people keep their kids developing an active lifestyle in the way that they want them to. I think what what got to me about this topic, why I brought it up, was think about our five granddaughters and how active they all are, how they want to get outside and play. And specifically, your young daughter, mm-hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago, we were over at your house, and she uh, was playing, and she said something to me. She, she held up a ball. She was like, let's go outside. We've got a ball. We have some cones. We've got everything we need to make up some games. Mm-hmm. And then we went outside. We played for an hour. Yeah. Also, she made up a bunch of different games. But it's interesting to me when we hear parents and grandparents saying, you know, my, my kid's aren't active or they don't want to be active. What are the things that have helped our kids, um, our granddaughter, be so active? Yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to culture, right? Like you foster a certain culture inside of the gyms that we work in. We work with a lot of coaches. We foster a specific culture uh, based around good movement and motor patterns and things like that in the programs that we develop. Um, But you also foster a culture at home and your kids will fall into whatever culture you develop around physicality, around movement. And uh, so the biggest thing, I think, just starting this, this conversation off is like, how, how do we foster a good culture where kids want to move? Because naturally, kids are going to want that. You see, you know, kids learning to walk and parents immediately get distraught because they're getting into everything. They're opening up cabinets, right? And they're like, oh, wow, it's a new phase because I have to chase them around. That will continue if you allow it to continue, but it will also shut down if you just put them in front of a screen and allow them to do that instead. So how do we foster a healthy relationship with movement where they start to understand, okay, this should be a part of my everyday and it should be a part of everyday for the rest of my life. So there, as you're saying, how do we model it, right? Mm -hmm. How do we show them what we want them to mimic because they're little sponges and they're watching us a hundred percent of the time and learning and taking in everything we do and what we don't do. And so how we model that is so important. So it, one of the things you mentioned, Keegan, when we started talking about this was it has to be daily. Yeah. So that consistency is really important that they they don't think of a day without movement. Yeah. So what do we see mom and dad doing every day? Yeah. What do we see grandma and pappy doing every day? And and what can I count on? I yeah. can count on this. If it's, it's good outside, we're going to go outside. Yeah. And, and, oh, there's so many fun things I can do. You know, showing and modeling. You know, all the different activities and giving them the opportunities to 
try them and play them. It's just so important. I think a lot of times parents find themselves in situations, right, where their kids just follow them around because they're like waiting for something fun to happen. <laughs> so they're like, you know, Murphy does this all the time where uh, I'll pick her up from school, I'll bring her home. And I'm like, okay, I got X, Y, Z to get done in my afternoon. But she's just like trailing me around the house. And it's like, it becomes really apparent to you that like, you're either going to have to tell them no and put them in front of a screen or give them something to do on their own where they're going to be sitting or you can interact with them. And so something I started to do and I do it every time I find out that she's just going to follow me from room to room. Uh, I just walk outside. And so what, I, what I've started to do is just bring her outside. And then there's all of these things that we can do outside. I just pick up a ball or something or some cones and I just start playing with her because I understand like, okay, this next hour she needs some interaction. And I also, I've become acutely aware of the fact that like, I'm not going to get anything productive done in that next hour anyway, because she's just going to follow me around until I come up with something for her to do. So I just go outside, I get her movement in and we, we take care of it right then. So it's like, I just walk outside. She follows me outside because she's following me and uh, we start playing. So like the number one tip, the number, our first tip would be scheduling time yeah. to, 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 for that behavior, for that um, active behavior. I know coming home from, I, I had the same, same thing. When I come home from work, um, I couldn't go from coming home from work into the study and then go finish the work I had to do. Yeah. It was come home, schedule time to go outside, kick the ball around, throw the ball around, do something with, with you guys. Yeah. And then, um, then I go check that one website and do the things that I needed, <laughs> yeah, needed exactly. to do. Um, but we had that time where I came home from work. There was a definitive break. We had scheduled time. Yeah, to go do to go do something. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, can you be done? And that was wonderful. And and I love to see it generation. <clears throat> pardon me, generationally now with our sons and their families and what they're doing. And you and Jenna have done a great job because last night when Murphy was here, she got us outside instantly and had an array of things that we were going to do, including. I don't know, level seven gymnastics? Yoga and gymnastics. Which, which I, I, surprisingly, I am no longer good at any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there was some disappointment in her. I think a lot of it is just like her being around it so much, right? Like we make sure that she sees us. Um, she calls it push-push. But like she, she sees us every day schedule time for our movement. And whether that's outside, it's going for a run, going for a bike ride, hiking, she sees up us and wants to copy that. Um, and then we just try to, we really just try to incorporate things that she likes into the mix. So it's like, you know, mom and I are going to do our push push for the day out in the backyard and we bring our barbells and our weights out there or whatever it is that we're going to do that day. She's going to be outside with us. Hey, we're going outside. We're going to do our workout. Do you want to uh, draw a sidewalk chalk and make up some games? Do you want uh, to set up the cones and make up some games while we do this? Do you want to try and copy what mom and I are doing? She loves math. Mm -hmm. So one of the easy things is take something that a child really likes and, and incorporate it into that activity. So yeah. let's say you let's do two plus two ball taps with your foot, mm -hmm. two plus two catches with your left hand or throw and catch with your left to your right and mm -hmm. vice versa, right to your left. Um, super super easy to incorporate to something that she's already engaged with that we know that she likes to do. Mm -hmm. So second thing, second tip is to incorporate something they enjoy into 
being outside or being active and you know, yeah. help help them or create the space for them to, to make up their own games and their own activities while, yeah. they, while they do that. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I mentioned, you know, mom and I went outside, we're going to do our, our push push or our workout. Um, and she's going to come outside. She's going to maybe try and copy us a little bit, maybe go and play some games, maybe come back and try and copy us again. Uh, but we're doing it as a family. And I think the family activity aspect of it is another big tip, right? Like is making sure that everything that we're doing um, daily with our movement is together. We're doing it as, as, a, as a unit. Everybody's um, getting outside together. We're going hiking. We're going sledding um, when we went up north. We're going uh, biking or kayaking. We're swimming together. And we're just, everything is, you know, it's as a family unit, so she sees it as as normal. It's just a part of our day as a family as we spend some time moving. Stuff that we do together. Mm-hmm. And then you made the comment, let the child lead. Let them make a choice. So, hey, today we can go swimming or climbing. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want to do? And then, okay, we could go. these are the types of things we could do with swimming, or these are the types of things we could do yeah. with climbing, and let them really have some authority in making that decision of and, and there's way more buy-in yeah than we're telling you what we're doing and and it can be just here's these two choices that we've narrowed down these are the boundaries mom and dad have we don't have to have that conversation but these are the things that we can do today and then yeah. you can choose from those and make it as playful as you can right like allowing them to to make the choice is a good way to get them to buy into it but also a- allowing them to make everything playful so it's not like, hey, we're going biking and we're single speed. Mom and I are just going to book it and you're going to be sucking wind trying to keep up. It's like, hey, let's go biking. Let's bike to the park. Are there any toys you want to bring? Right. So when we're there, we can make up some games. We can play on the playground and use those games with the playground. Like um, just allowing them to, to kind of choose and create what their movement's going to look like that day goes a long way because it, it makes it fun for them. So they don't want to keep doing it. We spend a lot of time talking about play and, and fostering play, a play attitude with kids. Um, and we kind of take that versus the idea of sport. Yeah. The other thing, you know, when, when kids are interested in sport, you, know, you we can use that too because they, mm-hmm. you know, if, if it's soccer season and they're interested in playing soccer, you know, as soon as your foot touches that ball, the kid is doing the soccer with you, you know, or mm-hmm. football season, you know, and then allow them to help or to talk to you about how we're going to set the sport up. Yeah. yeah. You figure out what that skill practice looks like today for you. What do you right. feel like doing? Um, having them direct that a little bit. Yeah, and you can still get done what you want as a family unit that way, right? Like like you mentioned, we always we always come up with two things, right? Here in the in the summer it's ridiculously hot. It gets up to 120 degrees. So swimming is always at the top of our list. Like, hey, we're going to the pool or the splash pad, somewhere with water. <laughs> we're, that's what we're doing that day. Um, so what, what, um, which one do you want to do? Do you want to go to the pool? Do you want to go to the splash pad? Splash pad also about playground. We can bring some games, maybe bring some squirt guns, something like that, right? But we give them, we give them the opportunity to choose within our scope. We do the same thing with foods. We do it all the time, right? Like it's like, hey, you can have the almonds or the macadamia nuts. Which one do you want? And it's like she thinks she's making the choice. She thinks she's in charge, and it goes <laughs> makes the whole process a whole lot easier. Right. So um, we do it with activity too. So are you saying that 
cactus climbing didn't work out so well here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's its own. That was a fail. That's its own uh, category of sport, <laughs> right? So I think we, the one thing we should probably address is screen time. We don't want. We don't ever want to say or, or or be categorized as saying that screens are bad or screens. But screen time can take away from activity time, mm-hmm. from physical activity time in a big way. And and so how can a how can a parent allow the child to have time on the screens, but also keep the child um, active? I know I know Murphy has screen time. I know uh, Connor's uh, kids have screen time, but um, it is. Is, uh, it does not overshadow the time they spend being physically active or right. you know, going outside. I think there's a big push, in, in, and overall in the fitness industry right now, like, like screens are bad, uh, the new electronics coming out are bad, and I don't necessarily think that's the case, right? Like I think back to when I was in high school, my teachers used to tell me you're never going to have a calculator in your pocket, and you've got to calculate math like this, and turns out my phone's got a calculator on it, and <laughs> I use it almost every single day when I encounter a simple math problem, and so... Like we think now in school, teachers are going, oh, chat GPT and all this AI is bad. And it's like, is it bad or are kids learning to utilize the tools that are going to be available to them in their life? Are they actually utilizing these things that are going to be available to them and need to know and understand how to work them at a young age? I think it's actually a good thing. To an extent, right? Like now if a kid's sitting on on their screen all day and they're missing out on movement, that's when it becomes bad. So we have to learn how to utilize screen time and, and make it earned uh, and instead of expected. So and we totally agree with you on, on all of that. I think when we when you start saying that uh, this new technology is something that you know is bad and kids need to stop using it, yeah. we're, we're we're ignoring the fact that it's going to be here. And kids are going to need to know how to use it. They're going to need to know how to use it for a normal life. Right. But what I would say is, so what we want to see is we don't want to see screen time displacing or replacing um, movement. Yeah. So one of the things I was thinking is, you know, seeing how busy you guys are and and everybody's over here and things like that, you know, using screen time when it's appropriate. So uh, mom has to, uh, you know, get ready to go out to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, that's time where mom needs to be focused on getting ready to go out. Right. Maybe that's the time to, to have the, the yeah. child using the screen. Maybe when we're making dinner, you know, that's a good time for the child to be playing with the screen versus coming home, sitting on the, yeah. just sitting on the screen um, and filling up the time that they can be used to be outside. Right, exactly. You know, I mentioned Murph, you know, following me around the house looking for something to do and I just walk outside. It would be very easy in certain scenarios to go, okay, here's your iPad. Go ahead, go on YouTube and she'll sit there. She will. If we let her sit there on her iPad, she'll sit there for an hour, hour and a half just scrolling through YouTube videos. But the problem then is she's not moving. She's not engaged. She's not getting outside. Um, she's not gaining all these positive benefits that we know come from activity at a young age. And she's not then pairing that activity with a good time and understanding that she should do it every day. So it's, it's not that screens are bad, but it's that it's what screen time is replacing. And I think you have a a beautiful quote for that, but uh, we just have to understand that screens are earned and they're not, they're not expected. Um, So, you know, maybe we go and we do our family activities. She comes inside, she's cooling down. She might have some water and, and a snack and we give her 10 to 15 minutes of, of some YouTube time. Yeah. We're going to go do some adult things for 
10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And this is a good time. You can pick up your device. You've got 10 or 15 minutes, and then we're going to go back outside. And we're going yeah. to. And so, to I think, so I think the, the, you know, the, the idea or the tip here is it's a conscious behavior to go outside and play with play with child. It's going to be time to do that. Yes. It's also conscious, be, conscious for you that as the adult in the, in, in, to manage your screen time mm -hmm. and manage their screen time. In the same in the same way that you would schedule those things, schedule this for the for the, for the child. Absolutely. So we have the, the three kind of the three behaviors: is you know, modeling an active behavior, incorporate the, incorporate things that they enjoy, oh, right, enjoy. Um, make these family activities, and then manage and then manage the screen time both for yourself and for them. Right. Cool. Yeah. Tips for raising active children. I hope you guys enjoyed that U eighteen. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network, a new connection-based training platform that breaks down regional barriers and connects coaches and athletes anytime, anywhere. You're an athlete and love to push yourself. Who's guiding you? As an athlete, you can filter and search our library to find the perfect coach or sign up for a membership to get video feedback and comments from our coaches all over the world. As a coach, you can set up your profile and advertise your credentials, set your own price for video reviews, or direct messaging to ensure your rates reflects the value of your time. Welcome to the Athlete Coach Network, and welcome to the future of sports coaching. That was the Youth Fitness Podcast, topics on youth fitness with focus on doing what's best for kids. Brought to you by the Martin family, the developers of the Brand Next Method and the Athlete Coach Network. We hope you guys enjoyed that episode and you listen for more.